Hello, I'm Mark. And I'm Trevor. And this is Talk Apocalypse, a podcast discussing the current fortnight of Apocalypse Sports Trivia. I am in End Times North Premiership, and Trevor is in Doomsday North Premiership. This episode will be going over the questions from Fortnite 26, Day 7. And Trevor and I actually played each other today in our private rundle. And yeah, so we'll be talking a little bit about uh, how we defended each other and our thrilling matchup that we had today. Yeah, this is this is fun. This is our first time on the podcast discussing our strategies against one another. Should be fun. That is true. So here we go. Question number one. A bunch of Russian team names that I am not going to pronounce, really, other than Spartak Moscow and Dynamo Moscow. They're noted as being the current four division leaders in what league. In this case, all we needed to provide was the abbreviation. And there's a note that says Avangard has the best record of the four at 21 and 12. And I assume that is supposed to tell us that this is not soccer. So mm -hmm. obviously these are Russian names. And it was, if it's not soccer, it's the KHL, which I think is the Continental Hockey League. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it was pretty straightforward. The KHL famously probably the second best professional hockey league in the world. And yeah, I'm very familiar with it. So I said KHL and I gave this a K. For you, Trevor, Mr. Hockey. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, I was I was surprised to see you give me give me a K, but I guess it makes sense. Current hockey, I'm much more on. I knew right away this was not soccer because of the record, like you said, and knowing that there's a few, I mean, there's obviously Montefe Michkov and a couple Red Wings prospects in the KHL. It had to be I I knew of Spartak Moscow, Dynamo Moscow. I wasn't didn't know the others. But I knew this was the KHL, so it didn't really take me much time to think about it. I, I think it is the Continental Hockey League, but there was no way I was going to guess the full thing. I was just going to go KHL. And I I homered you on it. I didn't think you were up to date on your current hockey. I know old hockey for you is like is your, is your more for your bread and butter. But clearly I was wrong because you got it right. So we were already off to a hot start for defense for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the KHL, I, I felt like this was a pretty basic question even though it's probably a little bit more modern but i remember i was a when i was living in atlanta i was a season ticket holder for the thrashers for their first couple seasons and later on after i left they got Ilya kovalchuk and it was a big deal when he he went back to the khl and then came back to the nhl and playing for the devils after the fact i think after he left yeah. uh, the i have to imagine so. sport i have to imagine sports stradamus includes the pre the parenthetical there so that you have a way to get off of soccer. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's one of the things. Because, I, yeah. Because these, some of these, some of these, some of these team names are the same in hockey and soccer. So. Yeah. I, I learned a few years ago that a lot of these club names all across Europe are not simply soccer. Like I had mm -hmm. a friend whose brother ran track for Real Madrid. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, they, they, it's just they've like, got Barcelona like, and Real Madrid basketball. Yeah. Yep, yep. So it's not limited to just soccer. So yeah, I think I agree. I was reading through it. I'm like, okay, is this the Russian soccer league? Which I don't know what it's called. And then it's like, oh no, they've, you know, a there's four divisions, and b, you know, they've already played 33 games. So it was pretty unlikely to be soccer. So with that, we can move on to question number two giving us the names of four different guys, Malik Seeley, D'Angelo Harrison, Felipe Lopez, and Shimori Pons, are numbers two through five in career scoring for their school's men's basketball team. Name the player who is number one on this list. This was pretty quick for me as well. I don't did not recognize the last three, but Malik Seeley was an immediate for St. John's. He's older basketball, which isn't always what 
I'm best at, but Malik Seeley with his tragic death. I know he was in the movie Eddie featuring Woody Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg. So Malik Seeley is a name, is a name I know. I'm familiar with him. Knew he went to St. John's. So number one had to be Chris Mullen. It came, it was immediate. Once it's once I know it's St. John's, Chris Mullen, it's almost Pavlovian. For name a St. John's player, Chris Mullen's the answer. So I went Chris Mullen. Pretty much the same thing, although I'm familiar with Felipe Lopez as well because I was in college at the same time as he was. Malik Seeley is just a couple, not even four years older than me. So yeah, uh, this was those two names led me straight to St. John's. D'Angelo Harrison, Shimori Pons, maybe I've heard of them. Probably not. St. John's hasn't been super relevant other than hiring Patino this year in the last 10 years. So I probably haven't seen a ton of their games, but yeah. I'm a little surprised Ron Artest's name is not on this list. And so I did have the brief thing of like, well, it's got to be Chris Mullen. I'm like, well, Ron Artest isn't on this list either. And he mm. was a very good player at St. John's in the, I think, late 90s, early yeah. 2000s. But yeah, same thing. Chris Mullen going to be the leading scorer of St. John's. And that was the correct answer. So I gave you two points on this one. So I figured. Yeah, like, would likewise. Yeah. Um, moving on. Question number three. Oh boy, people. Buckle up, because this was this was not good for me. It says, name the player who shattered the Rose Bowl receiving yards record with 216 yards and helped his team bring Northwestern's magical season to a disappointing end on January 1st, 1996. I immediately thought, this has got to be Keyshawn Johnson. He's the only Pac-10 at that time wide receiver I could really think of. And I was like, well, let me think. So I was in college. Uh, this would have been my senior year. And I recall that Keyshawn was the number one pick of the Jets at some point in the mid-90s. And one of my roommates and good friends was a huge Jets fan, and he would always be talking about Keyshawn Johnson. And so in my mind, I was like, well, was Keyshawn Johnson on the Jets when I was in college? And I was like, I, I had this nagging suspicion that, yeah, he was already on the Jets when I was in college. And that's why I constantly heard my roommate saying Keyshawn all the time like when we were playing Madden or we were playing like mm -hmm. pick, pick up football or, or what have you. So I was like, well, okay, if it's not Keyshawn, who's it going to be? And so then I started reading the question again and I'm like, why did he say shattered? And then like, why, why is there like magic, magical season? Why, why is he using this language? And I was like, was there some, what do you shatter? Like, was there like some guy named glass who was a wide receiver? Cause I also couldn't place the fact that who was in this Rose bowl from the Pac-10, because I remember that USC for quite a while in the 90s was not great. And that's why they fired John Robinson and brought in Pete Carroll at some point. So I was like, was USC even in the Rose Bowl at this point? Because I know Washington was good. They were national champions in like 90. They shared it with Georgia Tech. And then and Washington was good around this time. And UCLA was actually pretty decent in the 90s. So all this to be say that I completely talked myself out of Keyshawn Johnson, thinking that he had already been drafted by the Jets and that there was a mystery wide receiver whose last name was Glass that I vaguely recall maybe being correct. And I ended up saying Glass is I'm like, the answer can't be Johnson. That's one of my pet peeves of trivia. Like, I, I really don't like it when the answer is actually Johnson, but it, it does happen sometimes. It has to be sometimes. It does. So all that being said, I was like, no, Keyshawn was already on the Jets because my roommate used to scream his name all the time. And I said glass. Yeah, I was I was two and a half years old when this Rose Bowl happened. So, but I don't like to use that excuse as for a reason I don't know it, but I didn't know it immediately. 
like you, I'm like, well, this has to be a Pac-10 team. What Pac-10 team was really good in the 1990s? UCLA. I know that UCLA played Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl mid-1990s a couple times. And so that's just the team I zeroed in on. This is a UCLA. This is UCLA. They were really good around that time. Who's the UCLA receiver from that era that I can think of? And so thought of JJ Stokes, first round pick. I know he was really good. Yeah, no, no, he was a top pick. He had a really great game against Wisconsin. So UCLA receiver right around that time. It's a, it's a good enough answer for me. I didn't know it. I had brief fleeting thoughts of USC and Washington and Oregon and just, but there were fleeting thoughts. I didn't spend enough time thinking about those to come to Keyshawn. If I had, I may have gone that route, but I didn't. And I just stuck with JJ Stokes. But the correct answer was one, Keyshawn Johnson. Mark, I'm so sorry. At least you picked a real person. I, I just I just made somebody up out of thin air. <laughs> and I also did I did think about uh, Johnny Morton as well, who was a USC receiver late '90s. I never thought of JJ Stokes. I did I ended up looking it up after the fact. USC played in one Rose Bowl in the 1990s, unless you count January 1st of 1990 as also being in the 90s. I suppose it is, but they didn't play in. They only played in the '96 Rose Bowl between 1990 and 2003, I think was the next Rose Bowl they played mm-hmm. in. Yeah, Washington, yeah. I think, played in four during the 90s. Yeah, yeah the UC, I think UCLA is just burned in my brain as the Rose Bowl team of the 90s because Wisconsin played them multiple times. I think uh, I think they and, played in two in the 90s, yep, UCLA. Yep, and, and both of them against Wisconsin. So, yeah, yeah I saw that J.J. Stokes was in the 95 draft, so he had just, he was he was already in the league by this point, but yeah, Keyshawn was num- number one in '96. So there you yeah. go. There you go. Yep, not good. That was that was uh, how to how to talk yourself out of an answer. Yeah, when I I when I saw that you had gotten this wrong, I was very surprised because I, as I was thinking about defense for you, I said this is this is the sweet spot for Mark. I mean, this is right around the time where he's probably paying a lot of attention to these kind of things. So I, I almost caved you on it. I was very close to caving you on it, but I I didn't, and I'm. Kind of glad I didn't, but yeah. So to hear you say you overthought it, that's kind of classic. Overthink it, and we've all been there. Yeah, and I, I gave you the home run on this one just because you're young, and I yeah. felt like the other questions you would have a, a really good handle on. You so. you you played it well. Yep. You played it well. All right. So then we move on from that, not debacle, but... Oh, it was a debacle. That's a debacle. <laughs> that's debacle, a debacle for one of us, I guess. Yeah. Question four. In 2010, Stephen Holcomb led the U.S. to its first Olympic gold medal since 1948 in what event? He followed with a silver in this event in 2014, though some of his supporting cast was different. Yeah, this was fairly straightforward for me. Stephen Holcomb is a name I know. And then the supporting cast part of the question just confirmed it. I don't believe in 20... I can't remember what Olympics like Monobob came in to be a thing, but I was pretty sure Stephen Holcomb was a four-man bobsled guy leading those. So yeah, the supporting cast part just confirmed that pretty quickly put down four-man bobsled and moved on. Exactly the same thing. As soon as I read Stephen Holcomb, I'm like, all right, well, this is bobsled question. Cool. And then it's like, oh, you're just asking for what the event is. So bobsled, I said bobsled because that's how I roll. Monobob, Monobob I think started in 20, either 2018 or 2022. And that's only for women, actually. So the oh, men, okay. do, men do two man, four man, and then the women do the monobob, and then the two two woman. I guess it would be for whatever reason the women don't do the four person bobsleigh. I don't know why. So uh, yeah, Stephen Holcomb bobsleigh. I figured you would get this one, so 
I gave you a two on this one. You're being all fancy with a bobsleigh. Is that is that yeah. the official term for this? That, it is. Yeah. I, we okay. When when um when we were on cable and before NBC started blowing up all their sports channels into you know just the locals, we had this called the Universal Channel, I think it was, and then it turned into the Olympic Channel, and in mm-hmm. the winter, basically twenty four seven, it's broadcasting luge, biathlon, cross country skiing, ski jumping, and bobsleigh, and I would just watch that all the time, and I miss it. <laughs> very much that the Olympic channel either doesn't exist or I have, we have Hulu now it's not on Hulu. So probably have to get into my peacock and, and watch it there. But yeah, we used to watch yeah. a lot of bobsleigh. So I, I've, I've always been a fan of bobsleigh. Yeah. Peacock seems to be the place nowadays for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes. On Saturday before premier league matches started, we're just hanging out on the couch for a chill morning. And I saw that some speed long track speed skating event was happening. Oh yeah. Nice. I'm like, Absolutely. I will watch this because there's a there's a great teenager from Wisconsin who's like a dominant speed skater. So always got to support the Wisconsin guys. But yeah, absolutely. Anyway, question five, the current F1 track with the most turns, 23 turns, is called the Marina Bay Circuit. And this year hosted the 15th race of the season. The only one won by Carlos Sainz Jr. And he asked for what country is this track in? I watched the F1 show. I've also played a lot of like Gran Turismo, Forza type video games. So I'm familiar with all the names of the circuits. I immediately, the first thing that popped in my mind was Singapore. So I say, well, let's let's think about this for a second. And I eliminated all the European tracks, all the North American tracks, all the South American tracks. And I was like, okay, it's not Japan because this is in English. So it's either UAE, Singapore, or Australia, because I couldn't think of what the name of the Australian track was. The way I eliminated this down was I know the Australian Grand Prix, I I think, is the first race of the season, so it's not the 15th. And then the last two races of the season are at Abu Dhabi and Dubai, I think, or Doha, somewhere in that area. So that left Singapore, which I was like, I'm pretty I'm almost positive Marina Bay is is the Singapore circuit. So I said Singapore, and I gave you on this one yeah i do think australia is first you probably know better than i do but that from my few seasons of watching drive to survive that rings a bell and i i would not have known this apart from drive to survive them covering the singapore so that singapore came was the first answer that came to my mind immediately and i thought well marina bay sounds like it could very well be in singapore like that that doesn't the name of it tracks with my first instinct and just the faintest the faintest sort of recollection of something and drive to survive about all the turns that are in Singapore. Just something clicked there. So I wasn't going to have a better answer than that. So Singapore was my answer. And that was correct. I was happy about that. Yeah, I did stalk your question history a little bit to defend you on this one because the racing. Did you really? Yeah, the racing. Well, racing in combat, like it's such a wide open thing. And so I Mm -hmm. think that's pretty low in your. It is. Yeah, it's it's my lowest. Right. So I was like, well, I looked through and I think you've got there have been like I looked through a couple pages just to find, and I was like, okay, I think you got like four out of the five Formula One questions right that I looked at. So I'm like, all right, it's probably, he probably watches Drive to Survive. Uh, that's, yeah, you know. I did. I, did I, I watched, I watched the first few seasons, haven't watched most recent, but I, I try to, I try to keep up with it a little bit, but I find it a little hard to keep up with because I'm like, well, let me guess who is winning this race. Oh, yeah. Max is winning. Shocking. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I watched, I pretty much binge watched the first four seasons riding my trainer, bike trainer indoors last winter. Mm-hmm. So 
I haven't. I don't even know if the most recent season's out that I have seen. Haven't seen yet. I'm not sure. Yeah, my my racing and combat score. Spoiler alert! It's so bad because of MMA. I I don't know those most of yeah. the time. Yeah. Most of the time I don't. NASCAR and Formula One. I have a better chance. That means I actually beat you today, Trevor. I'm yeah. Yeah, my 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 my, uh, my my stupid four on KHL, but actually, you know what? I wouldn't. I was never gonna home run you on the football question. I was never gonna do that. So GGS, well played. I should have got it right. Period. <laughs> I should have had it. But that's yeah, what you, happens when I miss all the hints, and then I start looking for hints, and I talk yeah. myself out of an answer for you know reasons that are somewhat nebulous. Of I'm pretty sure he was drafted before. <laughs> Before I graduated from college. No, I don't I don't think I did anything wrong on defense. I think you just you played well in homeward beyond football. So Yep. Yep. Yeah, like that for you, like like I said, I, the only reason I did is because I know you're younger and I yep. felt like you were had a, a very good chance of getting all the rest of the questions today. So okay. I, and we're I'm, we're both facing tough opponents in our Yes. I've already I've already lost. <laughs> My opponent got them all right. I which I figured he would. Well, I'm I'm glad to have given you a win. Yes, I get to feel a little bit good, I guess. So I'll be bouncing back down into the relegation zone probably after losing today. Been yep. been near the bottom all season, which is not not where you want to be. In, in the in the time it's taken to record this podcast, my opponent has submitted his answers, and we're waiting on a question five. I can either tie or I will lose. If I lose again, I'm in I'm in some danger. All right, that does it for today. We'll see what Sports Dramas has for us tomorrow.